You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. We're very excited to be launching a brand new show for preschoolers here on Kindling. We've teamed up with G8 Education, one of Australia's largest daycare providers, to create Play and Learn, which you can hear every weekday morning at 10am. It's been co-designed with early learning educators and has music for dancing, mystery sound games, creative listening activities, fun stories and meditation. There's stacks in there. But one of the most exciting parts of the program is our focus on music time because, of course, that's what we love here at Kindling. We've enlisted amazing musical minds, Sam Moran from Play Along Sam and Lala and Buzz, Tina and Mark Harris from Lala's Big Life Band to create interactive music activities for play and learn. And they're here with us now. Well, Tina is without Buzz. Sorry, Buzz, Mark and Sam. Welcome to you both. Thank, Thank you. For- you. And the only reason we don't have Mark here as well is because we, we really couldn't fit more people in the studio. <laughs> Into the booth. No, no it's nice and cosy in here. That's, That's right. right. Let's start with you, um, Sam, because okay. I'd love to have a listen of your segment of Music Time. Okay. Great marching, everyone. We marched in time to the beat together. You've clapped to the beat. Now you've marched to the beat. But I've got one last challenge for you. Can you do this? Can you jump to the beat? This is my favourite. Let's jump together. Can you jump to the beat? Here's how you do it. Wow, did you do all of that? (laughs) Did I do all that? Yeah, absolutely. All the sounds, like it's so interesting. You feel like you're in the jungle with you. And I mean, obviously it's intentional, but (laughs) I'm still very impressed with how it sounds. Excellent. Can you take us through um, what you covered in each episode and how you chose what to cover? Yeah, well, I'll use that as an example first. So we're talking about the beat was was one episode. So that song, Dance to the Beat, that we show jumping to the beat at the end there, um, that was written to talk about it from a music education point of view. That was written from a Dal, what's Dalcro's um, methodology. So it was encouraging children to learn how to move in time to the music. And so... Um, so we march to the beat and we um, dance and we jump and then there's a skipping section where it goes into swing time. So that's really just to start to learn how to actually move in time to the music. Okay, so that was um, one of the episodes and obviously you've done several. Yes. How did you choose what else to include? Is it all part of that overall educational? Yeah, so I started, um, you know, Working through the different elements of music education, so rhythm and, and you know, learning the beat and how to, um, and some pitch and volume and tempo and all, and having a very clear focus on each episode. And as the, the, as the episodes go along, it gets a little bit more abstract and we start exploring colours and things like that. You know, what sort of music or sounds uh, you would apply to colours and for seasons and for things like that. A bit more abstract concepts that... Uh, you bring music into. I'm kind of interested, both of you obviously um, do TV, you do events where you have thousands of screaming children in front of you. Um, If I can bring you in here, Tina, what's it like creating radio? I mean, I'm sure you've done it before, but what's it like when you you don't have the kids in front of you and, and you you know they're just going to be hearing you, they're not going to be seeing you do the action? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. It, it's actually it's quite a different... Um 
different experience. Um, I think Mark and I, when we were first um, initially doing it, we because you wait for pauses and you wait for the kids to respond. And so, <laughs> I don't know, we were trying to imagine in our heads what they're doing. Are they, you know, screaming back or singing back or jumping up and down? And um, yeah, but it's lots of fun. Sam, was it, is it challenging at all to kind of get your head in that space when you are? I mean, what you're really doing is call and response stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, but it's, and challenges and things like that. And really, uh, for me, it was challenging because um, I was uh, making TV and doing a lot of TV stuff. It's very visual and everything's visual and you're able to um, talk down the camera and actually speak to them that way. And so to make it entirely an audio thing when audio is what you're trying to teach them as well, but also interact that way as well it was it was challenging to get my head into that but um but it's interesting as well the soundscapes um that you've created and we'll have a listen to yours as well tina because one of my passions about radio is that intimacy mm-hmm. and um i know you're both very good at making children feel they're the one and only special person there but that's what radio does right it, you're creating this world that they can imagine Absolutely. what it looks like let's have a listen to um tina your and Marks or lalas and buzzers. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I like to sing in my big voice. Oh, oh I love singing in my big voice, Lala. La. <laughs> oh, boys and girls, can you sing with your big voices? Oh, uh, I-, I didn't hear that. Did you, Lala? Maybe we should do it again. Oh, oh, <clears throat> boys and girls, can you sing in your big voices? Whoa, that was loud. It's like listening to an old radio play. I don't know if that's Which is really cool, don't you think? Yes. And, you know, and they've done all that wonderful research that, you know, for, for kids, focused listening is such a, a – it's actually a learned activity. It's a real skill. So, I mean, this really kind of feeds into that. And, um, no, I totally agree with you. Just kind of creative juices. You can just imagine little ones there, you know, listening. And, yeah, no, I think it's great. Are you at all worried they might imagine you look differently to how you do look? You know when you hear someone on the radio all the time, you see them and you go... No, Tina's I'd be not much six taller. foot eight. I'm standing next to Sam and he's like, you know, he's like a giraffe. He's so tall. I feel very short. <laughs> Please imagine me taller, boys and girls. <laughs> and I would like, I've always wanted longer hair than I have. Maybe you could say I just want, anyway, sorry, I'm getting off the off the topic here. So yours and uh, Mark's part together, which is Buzz and La Light. Mm. It's very cheeky, isn't it? It is a bit cheeky. And we really did think of it more like a radio play. Um, I think the concepts that we were dreaming up um, when we were putting this together, we really wanted to focus, um, you know, on all the elements that Sam mentioned earlier and and so and work at teaching an opposite. So the way that it's structured, we're doing high and low, fast and slow, stop and go, and loud and soft, as you heard. Um, and so that's a really great way for kids to to get that contrast and, and to get those musical skills. So that's that's kind of what we, we kind of hung the entire episodes around. While I said before that you both perform in concerts, you also, Tina, go into daycare centres. So what does it involve when you're actually going into that kind of setting? When, I mean, at concerts you must get a really wide range of ages, but when you're in a daycare setting there's often, you know... Oh, I love it. I love it because it's really immediate. And the kids are really um, relaxed in that environment because they're with their friends and they're, you know, the carers that they're with every day. And so they ask the craziest questions. And for Mark and 
myself, we love it because it's a it's a really great way for us to um, we, we tend to try out a lot of new material when we're going around the daycare centres because um, we can tweak things really quickly and and see what the kids really respond to. Um, and so yes, I, I guess that's probably the secret of of our success at the moment is is doing lots of daycares, um. <laughs> which is also really interesting about this program because as I mentioned, it's been in made in conjunction with early educators and your, yourselves who know all about young children and mm. music. So it's directly pitched at them. But if we're talking about something being directly pitched at children in music, Sam, what would you say um, is so good about music for kids? Why are we teaching them all of these things? Well, there's, um, it's one of the very few things for young children, as research shows this, that it um, activates all the different learning centres of the brain simultaneously. So it connects language with um, with rhythmic and, and, and mathematic thinking. and um, So even just singing a song and clapping along to the song at the same time um, is linking the, the air, creating pathways between the language areas of the brain, the memory areas, um, the mathematics and, and clapping and keeping a rhythm. Um, and it creates those pathways that actually have been shown to have way longer lasting effects uh, educationally and developmentally well into um, children's teens. So uh, it's a huge, there's a huge research that shows that how important it is, especially at this preschool age, to have that sort of structured music learning. I know you're both parents, but, Tina, your kids are a bit older now. Mm. Um, and I imagine that you sang a lot and, and, and involved lots of musical activities with your children when they were growing up. Are they smarter now for it? Oh, you know what? <laughs> That's a bit of a main question. No, but do you it? know what? Like, I think, I think in in some ways, um, I I guess even though I had a musical background, and you know, I'd done all that work with the opera company previously. Um, when my little girls were born, I didn't know how to sing to them or what to sing to them, and and for me, that those first early years were actually. There wasn't a lot of music, and it wasn't until I went off and, and decided that I was going to go and ch- teach early childhood music that I went off and retrained and learnt a whole lot of new songs and things and just realised that actually the most important thing you can do with your little one is just sing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I guess a big shout-out to mums and dads, grandmas and grandpas out there, sing, just sing. It's the best <laughs> thing you can do. Sing, bounce your little fun. one up and down. It's great yeah, fun. It it's fun. great fun. But the really interesting thing is a lot of parents actually feel like I did when my kids were little, self-conscious about singing to them. And, um, you know, I get these funny comments and emails where people go, oh, but I've got a terrible voice. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't understand. Your voice is the best sound your child could possibly imagine. That's what they want to hear. So sing. And and one of the most heartbreaking things I learned when I was at um, learning music education was that that feeling of... um, you know, that people have that they can't sing is actually a learned thing from being told that they couldn't from exactly young. Right. So the whole point is to actually then do it and not and actually have positive reinforcement about that and constantly. Tell kids and they yeah. can sing. Absolutely. I've got to say though, um, help them find their voice. I've recent we've recently been doing some work on talking about singing to kids. Mm. And it, it's made me probably inordinately confident of my own singing abilities now because I know how good it is for my kids and I don't think anyone really So do you sing more it. at home? All the time. See, I sing at work. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tells me to stop. <laughs> but I'm going to take it from Sam and Tina. Just keep, keep on singing. going. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's a really good place to end it. <laughs> Thank you both so much for coming Thank in. Thank you so much. Thank you.
That's Sam Moran from Play Along With Sam and Tina Harris from La La's Big Life Band talking about their brand new music time activities developed just for Kindling's new Play and Learn program. Play and Learn is perfect for children and grown-ups to enjoy together in early learning centres and at home. And you can check it out every weekday morning here on Kindling at 10am. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.